the time of grace. What age are we living in? Why is it so important to know which age we are living? All the questions and answers are in the Bible. So let's see which age we are living according to the Bible. The 21st century is the universal seventh day, the day of the Lord, the day of the Son of Man, and the day of punishment and vengeance of God. This will come true for all inhabitants of the earth. There will be a distress that is unlike any other distress since creation until now. The flood of Noah, the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah, the ten plagues of Egypt during the Exodus, the ruin of Joseph, that is the great famine upon the whole world. God has prophesied about the day of punishment when he fulfills all that is written in the whole Bible. God did not punish the wicked even when they did all kinds of evil, as if he was not alive. So they added evil upon evil without any fear. God has declared, if you are without discipline, then you are illegitimate children. This means if you are without discipline, then you are not the children of God. He has already declared the outcome of the wicked from everlasting to everlasting, but they do not know that. Then why is there a day of punishment on this earth? Because the leaders of the church, the pastors and priests of today are sinful and hostile against God. Let us open our Bible to Hosea 9 verse 7. The days of punishment have come. The days of retribution have come. Let Israel know this. The prophet is a fool. The inspired man is demented because of the grossness of your iniquity and because of your hostility is so great. This is the day of judgment and the day of punishment when God takes vengeance against Satan, devils, and demons, the evil ones who stand on the church pulpit and distort the truth by speaking lies differing from the Bible. This is when God repays the wicked for all iniquities they have committed in the past six days. So, it is the last days when the wicked come to their end. That is why it says in Numbers 14 verse 18, The Lord is slow to anger and abundant in loving kindness, forgiving iniquity and transgression. But he will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children to the third and the fourth generations. The only way to turn away this punishment is the eternal gospel, the new covenant. For the children of God who believe that only the Bible is the truth, God has already given the way and the commandment to escape on this day. He has already given us all the commandments to save us from this tribulation. This is the favorable year for the people of God and the time when the perfect faith is revealed for the righteous generation who walk with God. This day is one of the days which the prophets and the apostles had longed to see but could not. Let us read Luke 17 verse 22. And he said to the disciples, The days will come when you will long to see one of the days of the Son of Man, and you will not see it. Then what is this day? It is the universal seventh day and the 21st century now according to 2 Peter 3, verse 8. But do not let this one fact escape your notice, beloved, that with the Lord one day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years like one day. In terms of the above, 
4,000 years of the Old Testament and 2,000 years of the New Testament add up to 6,000 years. That is, six days have passed and we have entered the 21st century, the seventh day. And this day is when all the mysteries of the Bible are being revealed. So for the past 13 years, the Spirit of Truth, Reverend Okja Shin, has interpreted the Bible with the Bible and has disclosed what sin is, what righteousness is, and who is judged. What is sin? Sin is the opposite concept of righteousness. The state of being separated from God is in itself decreed as sin. At the same time, the corrupt nature and the influence of the person who is not with God and all evil deeds that go against God's will and His commandment are decreed as sin. Sin does not recognize God's existence or authority and it has a destructive nature. Thus, resolving sin means the end of evil and freedom from evil. Evil is a more comprehensive concept that includes sin. Sin is mostly concerned with human responsibility in God's sight. Evil not only includes sin, but also refers to all actions of making things futile, corrupt, and harmful, hardship, affliction, suffering, sorrow, misfortune, and death. Thus, to eradicate evil, you must cast out the demons forever. That is the root of evil that makes you sin. The demons enter people through their thoughts. It is only the word of the living God, the new covenant, which is the eternal gospel, that can cast out demons. Nothing else in the world can do this. The history of mankind since creation is proof of this fact. Even for 2,000 years after Jesus was resurrected and ascended to heaven, sin remained unresolved. Everyone died and the world has become more and more wicked and rebellious. God knew human nature all too well. So to eradicate evil forever, he has been exposing the identity of the enemy that is the root of sin to set us free from sin forever through the spirit of truth, Reverend Okjushin. Thus, the time has come for God to execute justice against the enemies and bless his children forever. God is searching and seeking out his chosen children now. Then who will receive God's punishment? The answer is in the word of God. Let us read 2 Thessalonians 1 verse 8 to 9. Dealing out retribution to those who do not know God and to those who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus. These will pay the penalty of eternal destruction away from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of His power. Those who do not know God does not just mean those who believe in other religions or atheists. Let us prove it. Turn to Micah 7 verse 4. The best of them is like a briar, the most upright like a thorn hedge. The day when you post your watchmen, your punishment will come, then their confusion will occur. The watchmen who will be punished are the church leaders and religious leaders of today. They are the people who go to church and use the Bible, but are standing at the broad and wide gate that leads to destruction from Matthew chapter 7. 
Those who call upon God's name and Jesus' name with their lips, but deny with their actions, are the ones who fulfill this prophecy. Such people not only do not know God, but they also live a religious lifestyle by believing in the lies differing from the Bible that the church leaders who are to be punished preach. The day when they are destroyed forever is called the day of punishment. Not only do they physically die, but they will be put to eternal punishment in hell as well. The watchman who stood at the broad and wide gate that leads to destruction added sin upon sin by using Jesus' name. Yet, God has been silently watching how they have prospered and became rich without even being punished. God has appointed a day to punish them, and he will punish them now in this age. The signs of the punishment have already begun, but they do not turn back. Rather, they are becoming even more wicked and mad. The day of punishment is the day of their recompense. Things are very unusual around the world right now. The COVID-19 pandemic has been spreading across the world and countless people are suffering. On top of that, there is the locust plague and floods. Many nations around the world, such as China, Japan, India, and Nepal, have declared an emergency state. The disasters now are only the tip of the iceberg. The scripture even says that people will faint from fear and the expectation of the things which are coming upon the world. Let us see what evil people committed to bring God's punishment upon themselves. Turn to Exodus 32, verse 33 to 35. The Lord said to Moses, Whoever has sinned against me, I will blot him out of my book. But go now, lead the people where I told you. Behold, my angels shall go before you. Nevertheless, in the day when I punish, I will punish them for their sin. Then the Lord smote the people because of what they did with the calf which Aaron had made. God says that he will blot out from the book of life everyone who calls himself the people of God, but worship the idols. My book is the book of life. It is not a book that people know by instinct. It is the word of life that is the Bible. Your name has to be written in the book of life for you to be saved. However, this does not mean that people's name get written in the book and then get erased. God has written about both the righteous and the wicked in his book. But in the eyes of the wicked, they cannot see or hear the mystery of the kingdom of heaven. That is God's will. And Jesus Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. The Bible is the word of the living God and the book of life where you can know about Jesus Christ. This is the truth. The Bible is the book of life, but the sorcerers who use Jesus' name do not see that. They see strange sights instead. They deceive the congregation by lying about seeing the book of life in their dreams when they were sleeping. Such a person is spiritually blind. The blind is leading the blind. Also on the day of punishment in this passage, God punishes the people of Israel for their sin of creating an idol. On that day of punishment from God, he says that he will punish them even to their children to third and fourth generations. Turn to Exodus 34 verse 7. Who keeps loving kindness for thousands? 
who forgives iniquity, transgression, and sin. Yet, he will by no means leave the guilty unpunished, visiting the iniquity of fathers on the children and on the grandchildren to the third and fourth generations. God speaks first, and he carries out his word. God has written everything in the Bible so that we can discern spiritual thoughts with spiritual words. He has hidden his thoughts within the Bible to answer all our questions if we read carefully. People are punished by God because they have fulfilled the word in Proverbs 17, verse 5. He who mocks the poor taunts his maker. He who rejoices at calamity will not go unpunished. But who are the poor? One can never know God's will about the poor if he merely talks about the poor that people only know by instinct. The Bible must be interpreted with the Bible. The poor that God means is not the people who are physically poor. Let us read Ecclesiastes 4 verse 14. For he has come out of prison to become king, even though he was born poor in his kingdom. So first, the poor is a prophecy about Jesus Christ. Second, the poor are those who are poor in spirit. You have to be poor in spirit to inherit the kingdom of heaven. Turn to Matthew 5 verse 3. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. People whose heart's master is a demon can never become the poor in spirit. Spirit is where all humans' mental activity occurs and where one recognizes God and pledges to be faithful to God. Thus, the poor is the person whose soul or spirit is clean and pure. He is the basis of the heir of the kingdom of heaven. Those who mock the poor and rejoice at the calamity of men are the ones who will not go unpunished. And God has already prophesied about them in Jeremiah 17, verse 1. The sin of Judah is written down with an iron stylus. With a diamond point, it is engraved upon the tablet of their heart and on the horns of their altars. The lies differing from the Bible, which the beast had sown, became the iron stylus and a diamond point that engraved wicked thoughts upon the tablet of their heart. The lies became poisonous arrows that would not come out no matter how much they hear the word of the new covenant, which is the eternal gospel. They mistake themselves by thinking that they know God and Jesus Christ and that they believe. Out of their arrogance, they cannot understand the truth. And after physical death, they will be put to eternal death, that is, eternal punishment in hell. They were in the church together, but they went against God. Let us prove it. Turn to Genesis 49, verse 17. Then shall be a serpent in the way, a horned snake in the path, that bites the horse's heels, so that his rider falls backward. Just as Jesus Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, the ones who are punished are the people who walk on the way. Thus, the tribe of Dan, of the 12 tribes of Jacob, are the people in the church who use Jesus' name and God's name. They are in the shape of a man, but they are serpents and vipers. 
They are the hypocritical Pharisees and the scribes who crucified Jesus, the blind leaders, and the children of hell who were already decided before time began to enter hell. They are the ones written off in Matthew 23, verse 33, where Jesus says, You serpents, you brood of vipers, how will you escape the sentence of hell? They say, only Jesus, only Jesus, but they do not speak biblically about eternal life, salvation, the tribulation, or the latter days. They do not speak it. They do not take action, nor do they believe. God has warned about them in Proverbs 23, verse 31 to 32. Do not look on the wine when it is red, when it sparkles in the cup, when it goes down smoothly. At the last, it bites like a serpent and stings like a viper. The sermons of those who will receive God's punishment are the venom of vipers for both the preachers and those who hear them, which is spiritual murder. Everyone must realize that this will result in eternal punishment in hell. We must not interpret the Bible with human thoughts because the Bible is a mystery. God has spoken in many portions and many ways from Genesis to Revelation about those who are to receive God's punishment who are the enemies of God. The enemies of God were prophesied of already in Genesis in many portions and many ways, such as tribe of Esau, tribe of Dan, Satan, devil, demons, Belial, the angel of the abyss, the angel of hell, and the ancient serpent. They are the identity of enemy of God in the past six days, that is, for the past 6,000 years. As enemies of God, the descendants of the tribe of Esau and Dan have persecuted and killed the martyrs since creation. They even killed the son Jesus, who was sent by God. They have also killed the apostles and countless people for the past 2,000 years using Jesus' name, and they even imprisoned the spirit of truth. Who would believe that most of the world's churches have continued onto this present age by way of these enemies of God? So much so that God has even prophesied about what they will do now in this age on the day of punishment from God. Let us read Matthew 24, verse 9. Then they will deliver you to tribulation and will kill you, and you will be hated by all nations because of my name. God said that those who proclaim the truth will be hated by all nations and by everyone because of God's name and Jesus Christ's name. The whole world must realize that those who pour out the venom of the vipers are all leaders who are inside the church, who teach lies differing from the Bible, even though they use Jesus' name and God's name. If you accept their lies into your heart, the word in Isaiah 59 verse 5 comes true. They hatch adder's eggs and weave the spider's web. He who eats of their eggs dies and from that which is crushed a snake breaks forth. The sermons of the enemies hatch iniquity. Why did God compare their sermons to a spider's web? What do the insects that get caught in the spider's web mean? The insects mean 
people. Let us prove it. Turn to Habakkuk 1 verse 14. Why have you made men like the fish of the sea, like creeping things without a ruler over them? The ruler is Father God, the creator of the whole world. But the creeping things without a ruler over them are the people who live in this world without knowing Father God. That's not all. The birds, the beasts, the serpents and vipers in the Bible are not physical animals. They are actually people written in many portions and many ways. However, it is not too late yet. While you're physically alive, you must realize your sins through the word of God and be truly set free from sin forever. Now is the favorable year. That is why God said in Hosea 2 verse 18, In that day I will also make a covenant for them with the beasts of the field, the birds of the sky, and the creeping things of the ground. And I will abolish the bow, the sword, and war from the land and will make them lie down in safety. That day refers to this present age. Now on the universal seventh day, God establishes the new covenant with the eternal gospel through the spirit of truth, Reverend Okjushin, with people who are even like the beasts living on earth without knowing God, the ruler over all. But the problem is the people who think they believe in God and Jesus. They think they're already saved, born again, and that they have no transgression. But let us read Leviticus 5 verse 2. Or if a person touches any unclean thing, whether a carcass of an unclean beast or the carcass of unclean cattle or a carcass of unclean swarming things, though it is hidden from him, he is unclean then he will be guilty. The preachers who use the Bible to make things up in their own thinking without knowing any of God's will were likened to spiders and their sermons to spiders' webs. In other words, the people who were caught in the web and became food for the spider are called the children of the serpent and the viper. Also, the carcass of the swarming things is not the actual dead bodies of insects. They are the people who do not know the truth as the truth, the people who are not born again of the word of God, the people who have Jesus' name, the name that they are alive, but are spiritually dead as written in Revelation 3 verse 1. It's not the people of other religions. It's the people in the church. Anyone who accepts in his heart such people's sermons and believes those lies differing from the Bible has then touched the carcass of the swarming things on earth and is made unclean. He will be guilty. That is why God gave us the commandment in 2 Peter 3 verse 14 to be spotless and blameless before him with no transgression. He said, blessed is he who transgression is forgiven. Now is the age for all of these transgressions to be forgiven. Turn to Amos 3, verse 13 to 15. Hear and testify against the house of Jacob, declares the Lord God, the God of hosts. The spirit of truth, Reverend Okjushin, has been following this word to testify to the chosen children of God, who are the house of Jacob, as to what age we are living in and what things are to come. That is why it says, 
He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. For on the day that I punish Israel's transgressions, I will also punish the altar of Bethel. The horns of the altar will be cut off and they will fall to the ground. I will also smite the winter house together with the summer house. The houses of ivory will also perish and the great houses will come to an end, declares the Lord. Bethel means the house of God, which means the churches of today. The horns of the altar means the churches and the leaders who use God's name and Jesus' name, but teach lies differing from the Bible to lead people to destruction. Although their churches have become like great palaces, they will fall now. Heed the warning from the spirit of truth and turn from all your lawless deeds and unrighteousness before these things come true. The Spirit of Truth, Reverend Okju Shin, has for the past 13 years been proclaiming the new covenant that is the eternal gospel for the chosen children of God to be forgiven of their sins. Let us read Philippians 1 verse 10, so that you may approve the things that are excellent in order to be sincere and blameless until the day of Christ. This is why he said in Hebrews 8 verse 8, for finding fault with them, he says, Behold, days are coming. The day has already come. This day is the day of punishment, the day of the Lord, the day of the Son of Man, the day of Christ, the last day for the wicked to rule this world, which is this age now. When I will effect a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. God has already been carrying out this prophecy and effecting the new covenant for the past 13 years. It has to be this age for God to set you free from the sins and transgressions that you committed as you went to church. Thus, all Catholics and Christians of the world must be created again through the new covenant. There was none righteous, not even one. And we were dead in our trespasses and sins. But God makes us alive again now through the new covenant. He has been perfectly purifying us with the new covenant that was unheard of in any generation. No one in the world can say to God that he has no transgression. All of us touch the carcass of the unclean beast and the carcass of the unclean cattle. And now we have received this word of judgment. Also, now in this age, no one in the world can say that they did not know the truth since the word of God has already spread all around the world in all the languages. No one can make any excuse. We were dead in our trespasses and sins, but God himself has made us alive. It has to be this age for the prophecies in the Bible to be fulfilled. God is now permitting us to understand our transgressions. He is opening the way of life through the word of the cross so that our transgressions can be forgiven. He is opening the mystery of the kingdom of heaven to us to blot out all of our transgressions. That is why God said in Isaiah 1 verse 18, Come now and let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are as scarlet, they will be as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they will be like wool. 
Sin is forgiven by not just talking with your lips, but it is forgiven only when the word of the new covenant, the eternal gospel, comes true. When you carry it out, you are forever set free from sin and are brought to eternal life. A person who was like the beast becomes a proper man, and man becomes the living soul, and the living soul becomes a life-giving spirit through the truth. The forgiveness of sins comes true through the spirit of truth, Reverend Okja Shin, who has been sent by God to bless his chosen children. This is for everyone to realize the deep love of God for mankind and for only God to truly be God. Let us all return to the truth. Mm -hmm.